the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy, I, I felt like I... Soaked my loins in a hot spring yesterday because we're off the schneid. You know, the 48 hours before, I was encased in ice. My teeth were chattering. Major shrinkage going on, uh, especially when it came to my bankroll. Uh, But we finally got hot last night. Nailed a three-leg money line parlay. And thanks to our good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, they gave us a 50% odds boost. And those odds went from plus 200 to plus 300. So uh, that was fun to roll around in a few hundred-dollar bills with a positive result there. But we got to keep on trucking, baby. It's another day, which leads to more opportunity. And more importantly, folks, it's a hope. Hockey edition of the pod. Yes, we're going to have some basketball selections as well. But Lundy loves to drop the puck. So please do so, my friend. Enlighten us. With the uh, with most of the nation feeling like they are literally laying on a sheet of <laughs> NHL ice, uh, or in fact, in many places, trying to drive on that sheet of ice, <laughs> let me give you a quick one uh, as we go through. Let's look at the late night matchups. Ooh, You've got yeah. Edmonton and Winnipeg. You've got Calgary and Vancouver. So north of the border on both of these, I am going to take the home team on the money line in both instances. But I will say, here is my my podcast asterisks for all of you pay attention to who's in net for Edmonton because if they go back to Mike Smith as they did on Monday who had to get yanked because he gave up four goals rather quickly uh, if Mike Smith is back in net then I'm probably going to stay far far away from that Edmonton game but if it is in fact Koskinen then I'm feeling good about it so take the two home teams there then let's get salty if you're interested add Detroit at home on the puck line, getting the plus one and a half goals, that's going to push that parlay up with all three of them to a plus 311. Little uh, little musical flashback for some of you. Oh, wow. uh, a plus yeah. 311 on uh, on that one. You can get seduced by the juice. I know Detroit has been, uh, well, well, at times, dreadful. But son of a bitch, y'all. They got to beat Chicago at some point. Uh, so that's why I'm going to take the puck line and hope they keep it close once again. So if you put all three of those together, it's a plus 311. But again, pay attention to who's in net for Edmonton because if it is Mike Smith, I am going to be really nervous and probably stay away from that game. Yeah, we always say there's always the Hawaii game, but you are saying there's always the Edmonton game tonight (laughs) uh, on the late night tip. So if you're going to do some chasing, maybe college basketball or the NBA doesn't really go your way on some of the early action, uh, you got some of that late night hockey on another home day edition of this podcast. Look, it's not quite time for the madness of March in college basketball, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer, just one, in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right, all it takes is one swish along the arc uh, hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $1. $100. Sounds like a no-brainer, doesn't it? Uh, this slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get in on all the action. So, again, download the DK Sportsbook app now. 
and use promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code FTN for new customers to get a shot at 101 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. With that, again, on this hump day edition of the podcast, it's time for the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's go into the Yum Center where uh, the KFC chicken is always piping hot and so delicious. Uh, We got the Louisville Cardinals hosting the Syracuse Orange. Now, Louisville has uh, been on a COVID pause, Lundy. They have not played a game since February 1st. And what we have seen, what we know, is that teams are disadvantaged coming off the layoff. We saw it again last night with the Florida Gators getting beat, didn't get the cover against the Arkansas Razorbacks on the road. And this is why I'm on Syracuse in this game, plus the four and a half. Now, Chris Mack has clear uh, all the necessary protocols so he is going to be available to coach in this game. But he did say yesterday in his press conference, two unidentified scholarship players will be out of action. Who knows who those individuals are? We don't know if they're key players or what, uh, but Louisville's going to be shorthanded. And this is a team that you know doesn't really uh, nail a lot of mid-range shots, and that is something you got to do to loosen up the 2-3 zone that Syracuse likes to play. The Cardinal number 167 with a 38.1 field goal percentage on mid-range shots this year. That's number 167 in the country. Uh, not only that, too, but Syracuse forces a ton of turnovers, 22 2% of the time so far in ACC play. Now, I think Louisville's going to get a lot of second chance opportunities because you can take advantage of that against the zone. Uh, so Syracuse is going to have to really tighten up within this defensive scheme, box out and prevent some of those easy layups and kisses off the glass. But you look at Louisville here these last few games, Lundy, and they are zombified on offense. So pre-COVID shutdown and their prior four games, number 303 in two-point percentage offense and number 301, barf, in three-point percentage offense. Syracuse, meanwhile, their last seven games, shooting the ball better at 1.10 points per possession. So give the Orange, who were Desperate to get a quadrant one win. They don't have one currently on the resume, plus the four and a half. Fade or follow. Yeah, you got to find something for the resume. You're not allowed to just lie and input uh, some sort of background (laughs) that you don't really have. Yeah, they need a quad one win. I'm going to follow on this one, and it's because of Louisville coming off the pause. Brad, this is the second time they're having to come off a pause, and the last time they did, they got roasted by Wisconsin. Wisconsin beat them by 37 points in their first game coming out of the hiatus. So I feel the same way you do. I think that a lot of these teams, when they come off the pause, regardless of whether it's for one game, two games, uh, or, you know, two and a half weeks, uh, there is this, they got to shake that rust loose. I don't care who they are. And as they continue to deal with it, I think Louisville is going to be in trouble. They're not shooting the three well, as you said. Um, So to me, this feels like a Syracuse. I'll take the plus 
uh, opportunity with this one on the road because I think Louisville is going to be a little shaky coming off the pause. Yeah, squeeze that rock, Syracuse. Number four. All right, let's move out to the Mountain West, and this is a colossal game to, you know, really a series because remember they're doing the back-to-backs with a day off in between, but it's on the same floor, same opponents, uh, and it's Utah State, Boise State. This could ultimately determine this series, the regular season champion in the Mountain West Conference, and I'm going to side with the home squad in game one here. Give me Boise State and those Broncos minus one and a half against Utah State. Yeah, the Aggies are 11-2 ATS away. Uh, you know, So far this season, 11-2 actually in the Mountain West action ATS, so they've done a really good job against conference opponents, but uh, Boise, again, they got to win this game if they want to gain the upper hand, uh, and in order to do so, they got to neutralize the glass, because Kata and Bean, uh, those guys can really get after it, generate a lot of second-chance opportunities. In fact, uh, the Aggies are number one in MWC action and offensive rebounding percentage. So Armas and Key Jab, uh, they got a box out, man. Uh, really got a body up there in the post. Uh, if they apply pressure on D, Utah State uh, does shoot itself the foot quite often. They've coughed it up on 20.4% of their possessions. That will lead to some sprint outs, and we know that Boise's got crazy good athletes with that length, and they can really fly in transition. So I think that's going to be a critical component of this game. Also throw in Alston, Schaefer, and Leon Rice's kid, who's the head coach, Max Rice, all three of those guys shooting over 37% from distance. Yeah, it's a classic best offense in the league versus best defense in the league, but I think in this example, offense will win the day. So give me Boise State minus a point and a half against Utah State. Fade or follow. I just I keep coming back to the Smurf turf, man. And I've said many times I want to see them do it on the court. You know, just maybe I'll start an online petition. Uh, I'm going to follow on this one. I like the idea of Boise State in this one. I like the offensive power that they've got. I think they do. Uh, th- this is obviously a huge matchup in the Mountain West, as you said. But I like Boise State in this one. I think they get the cover, get the victory, and get a nice little notch on that resume. Pay out! Papa Smurfs. Number three. All right, let's go to the NBA, and it's our MonkeyKnifeFight.com Monkey Knife Fight Player Prop of the Day, of course, presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Go there right now. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house, more or less, over, under, on all of your favorite player props. Stream it together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the more or less, the more cash you stuff into your pockets at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code. FTN, and if you sign up as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. Have an MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. And let's go back to a familiar well that we have drank from, and that is R.J. Barrett, the former Duke standout. Uh, Coach K is uh, wishing he had an R.J. Barrett on his team, but then again, uh, some of his players are just flat-out quitting, uh, like Jalen Johnson. So, womp womp. Sorry, Coach K. But R.J. Barrett of the New York Knickerbockers uh, getting 14.5 points here on his line, and I'm taking the over against the Orlando Magic. Now, he's only been over this number once in his last five uh, over that uh, last actually this month so the last eight games he's averaging 27.9 minutes played per game 12.6 field goals attempted per game shooting a so-so 41.6 percent from the floor but over 38 percent from downtown now he faced the Orlando Magic 
back in mid-January, and he went for 22-10 and 10 in 38 minutes in that game. According to the advanced DVP tool at FTNDaily.com, this is the ninth-best matchup for a shooting guard, and Orlando is number 22 in the NBA in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.095 points per possession. I think this number is suppressed due to the recency, uh, though he did have 21 the last time he took the floor. I like the value here, Lundy, and that's why I'm firing off on the over 14 and a half points for R.J. Barrett. Fade or follow? That's the magic word for me, Brad. It's value. I think this is a, a number that I can feel comfortable with. It's not like it's sitting up at the 15 and a half, 16 and a half mark where I would get maybe a little bit more nervous that he's not going to pop enough shots in the game to be able to get there. But at 14 and a half, I like the value here. I think he can get up above it. I think it's a favorable matchup, as you said, going up against Orlando. This is a good opportunity for him to get, I'm thinking, 16, 17 points and getting the cover for you at MKF. Make some bucks with Barrett. Number two. All right, back to the college hardwood, and let's go to the SEC, and let's talk some Tennessee Volunteers hosting the South Carolina Gamecocks, and I'm actually going to take the road team here in the points on the plus 11 and a half. You know, Tennessee has really struggled covering the spread. Four and eight ATS in SEC action. And Tennessee's offense is just unplugged here these last few games. Over their last four contests, uh, 1.055 points per possession scored. Number 197 in the country over that stretch in two-point percentage offense. And over the entirety of SEC play, they are number 10 in three-point percentage offense and number 11 in two-point percentage offense, so putting ball in a basket, which is uh, fundamental to the game, has been a bit of a chore for Rick Barnes's club. Now, the Vols D, they vanquish shots early and often. One of the premier defensive teams, not only the SEC, but also in the country, giving up just 0.965 points per possession in league play, forced a lot of turnovers as well, but I think the key in this game for the Gamecocks, Manaya, Lavique, Bryant, they really get after it and generate a boatload of second chance opportunities South Carolina number one in the SEC an offensive rebounding percentage getting that second chance on 35.4 percent of their possessions and number six and points per second chance per 100 possessions in the country so that is going to be a critical component in this game and I think we'll keep it tight enough where maybe they sneak that cover and lose by 10 going away so give me the fighting Frank Martins plus 11 and a half against those barely treading water Tennessee Vols. Fade or follow? Oh, Peyton Manning would be disappointed in you, but he would be happy with me. I'm going to fade you, oh! my friend. I am going to roll with uh, the Tennessee Volunteers here. Uh, you talk about the fact that they have not been doing very well against the spread, and that is true. They have only managed to cover two out of their last eight games, but I think they're going to make it a third, and part of the reason for that is over the course of the season, Brad, they are 4-1 and one against the spread when playing a team below 500, which mm. obviously South Carolina is. I think Tennessee's defense will clamp down. I think they'll force some turnovers in. In this one, I will say that this is a lot of points. It um, is. And so I, I'm going to fade you for purposes of the pod. But if I were working on this one tonight, I probably would make this one of our alt line yep. specials. And I'd yep. bring that number down for Tennessee, pair it up with something else. But I'm actually going to fade you here because I do think that Tennessee's defense may give the Gamecocks fits. And that may be enough for Peyton Manning's uh, alma mater to walk away with that dozen or more victory. 
Yeah, cash with the cocks. Sorry, 18. Number one. All right, let's uh, last and not least uh, discuss a little Big Ten action, which was uh, fruitful for us uh, last night here on the podcast. And we got the Minnesota Golden Gophers going up against the Indiana Hoosiers there in Bloomington. Uh, And I'm going to take Indiana minus six and a half. Now, truth be told, I saw this line come out late last night, and I hammered the living daylights out of it immediately at minus four and a half, and it's already gotten steamed up to the six and a half. And I tell you what, I still think Indiana's going to cover because Minnesota is frankly atrocious away from the barn. One in six ATS on the road this season. And you look at the splits in terms of points per possession, and they are extreme at home. 1.127 points per possession score, giving up just 0.909 away. Only 1.067 points per possession scored while giving up 1.025 on defense. So, you know, Carr, Johnson, and company, they have been horrid in terms of their outside shooting, uh, particularly away. But on the Big Ten slate, they've netted just 27.4% of their three-point shots as a collective at Minnesota in league action. Indiana does rank dead last in three-point percentage D. But if you're not not knocking down open shots – I think Indiana's going to give it to him all day long and really pack the paint. So I think the key here for Archie Miller uh, to maybe get the uh, gorilla off his back because the fan base wants his neck, I tell you that much right now, uh, is to feed the big man and trace Jackson Davis. And when he is double, kick out to Armand Franklin, who's uh, nailing threes at a 42.9% clip, or uh, Ali Durham, Al Durham at uh, 36% because Minnesota has struggled not only in interior defense but exterior defense as well so I think the Hoosiers they could win this one by 10 plus uh, based on Minnesota's dreadful performance on the road fade or follow IU minus six and a half this is an easy follow for me even at the six and a half Brad I agree with you Minnesota you talk about the fact that they've struggled uh, defensively uh, from outside they've also struggled offensively uh, from outside basically if they're outside the arc Minnesota's in trouble okay Uh, (laughs) they are not shooting the three very well they're not defending very well Indiana also has a really good track record lately uh, of uh, of covering the spread when they're coming off of a loss which obviously they are coming out of this weekend they've got a really good track record of bouncing back so not only do I think that you were smart my friend in grabbing that line early last night at four and a half but I think everybody that's listening even if they see it at six and a half can feel comfortable I think the Hoosiers take care of business yeah very bubblicious for both these teams in this game desperate times call for desperate measures I think Indiana I can't believe I'm signing with Archie Miller uh will step up to the plate here and crush one over the fence and that is a wrap in this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast, please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review. If you enjoy this podcast, maybe made a couple of bucks off of it. It really helps us out. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And until next time, as always, fade or follow that is up to you. Feed the noise.